This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 622, How to Imply That You're About to Pry in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Lately, we've talked a lot about how to avoid nosy people. But what if you want to be the nosy one? Find out how to do this and maintain the connection today. Hey, Michelle, how's it going? Hey, Lindsay, pretty good. How are you? Well, I'm excited because last weekend I completed my bobsled mission. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so cool. It was so cool. It was scary. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said I remember you talking about how you were it was going to be really scary. <laughs> it was a little bit scary being in a bobsled. So guys, last weekend, I was up at Lake Placid and Lake Placid was the site of the 1980 Olympics, I believe. And they still have the old original bobsled track available for people to come. You can you can pay money and you can go down the track. So it was the two of us with two drivers, one in the back, one in the front. And you just go down the track at like 70 miles an hour. And it was crazy. Like in some places, it's like a roller coaster where you're kind of up on the side, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. It was super fun. I definitely tensed up on the last curve because I thought we we're going to fly out of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really fun. cool. Did you take any pictures? I mean, I guess you can't yeah. while you're bobsled. <laughs> yeah, I have a couple photos after and uh-huh. no, it was definitely a good time. It was a good memory. It's kind oh. of a lot like being on a roller coaster, honestly, just oh a little bit more um like less refined. You oh know? my gosh. I would hate that. I, <laughs> I I have a lot of respect for you to be for being that brave. <laughs> it's not your thing. It's not your thing, no, right, no, Michelle? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So, Michelle, have you have you been around any nosy people lately? We've been talking about being nosy and prying lately. Have you had any nosy people in your life recently? Oh, I'm trying to think. I don't think. Luckily, I've been, haven't had those awkward situations recently. But uh, I, I, I mean, I'm sure that I have uh, in the past. Anything for you specifically? Not really, but we've talked about it lately on this podcast, right? So in episode Mm -hmm. 596, Michelle, we showed our listeners how to kind of avoid a nosy person's questions, like how to deflect and laugh or what to say, how to say that you're not, you're not able to talk about that. And then in 616, we came back to that topic where a listener asked us whether it's okay to be direct and to say upfront, no, I don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But today we're going to flip it around a little bit. Because I got a good question from a student of mine who I'm working with now, who is getting ready to um, study in the U.S. as a scientist. And she wants to ask some of her lab mates when she gets to the U.S. about protocols and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like unique mechanisms in their experiments. And she's not sure if those questions are okay or how people are going to react, right? But she wants to ask anyways. Okay. so, So about like protocols for like the workplace? 
No, like for like for, for the, their experiment. For the actual expe- oh wow. Yeah, okay. like everyone's doing as I understand it, everyone's doing their own experiments. Wow. And there there are certain things that might be somewhat secretive, especially no. if you're wanting to publish in a oh. journal like Nature or Science, these famous, famous journals right, right. that academics get published in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I'm guessing that scientists sometimes don't necessarily want to share their kind of protocols of the experiment. Right. Mm, right. But that's what if tricky? <laughs> yeah. But what if you are really curious to know and you want to ask and you just want to see what they say? But this particular student isn't sure how to kind of do that. Right. So what we want to teach today is how to pry. <laughs> <laughs> it is a skill. I mean, because sometimes you do need to find out the answer to a question. Right. And exactly. It might not be like about something super, super personal, but you know, maybe it is something like, I mean, I guess this is personal. That's tricky. Yeah, exactly. So the word to pry, Michelle, what does it mean? To pry basically means to uh, to be a little bit nosy. I mean, to work hard to get the answer of something, right? Maybe it's not it's not as easy as just asking like, hey, Lindsay, what's your favorite color? That's not prying, but it's to get information that might be a little bit, you know, deeper. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of to dig, to dig in. You may be crossing some cultural boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and but, you know, we're not judging your actions, guys. We're just giving you the tools for how to actually do it. Because you're right, Michelle, sometimes you do need to know. I mean, what if it's a peer and you think a friend, a peer of yours or a colleague or a friend, you think they might be in trouble in right. some way. Right. Maybe you think that they are like suicidal, for example. You need to be able to pry in and see what's really going on with them. Mm, right. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are some of the situations that we've talked about that are generally off limits that where we would be prying if we were asking questions about that? For example, in the business world, Michelle, what are some of those situations? Well, you typically would be prying if you're asking about like salary or promotion, right? Exactly. Or another thing I could think of would be like secret company formulas, patents, algorithms, or protocols, as we talked about. Like, you know, companies invent their products and they have patents. They have special ways of making them, these products or recipes, and they don't necessarily share with everyone. Right. Ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, it's my secret. It's my secret formula. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's why we sell so many candy bars. Right. 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 <laughs> or what's another situation in the business world, Michelle, that would be prying? Well, like if you're asking about the status of someone's job, right? Like maybe you're not sure or maybe you know someone who's on probation or like on an p- improvement plan, something like that. Something a little bit sensitive. A little bit sensitive. Exactly. And in our personal lives, we could also be prying if we're asking about someone's marriage or someone's relationship or how it's going or about their divorce, how that's going or what else? Yeah, like a, like a breakup with someone in general. Yeah. Like you don't know, you know, sometimes, especially like you think about Facebook nowadays, you see somebody broke up with someone and it's like, oh, you can't ask. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, horrible. that would be prying. Um, exactly. Behavioral yeah. problems with, uh, with someone's child, right? Yep. So if mm-hmm. someone's kid like got arrested or were sus- they were suspended or something like that. 
Exactly. Or for example, money issues. Like you ask a friend or a colleague and acquaintance the cost of their mortgage. That's obviously mm. prime. How much do oh, you pay yeah. in mortgage per month? Or the cost, oh, you got a new car, right? How much did it cost? That's prying. Okay, guys. So, so we're showing you here examples of situations that are prying in American culture. They may not be in your culture. So that's where you have to be discerning. And you do, if you are asking about these situations, if it becomes necessary for you to ask about these situations, you want to use the phrases that you're going to learn today. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So certain circumstances. Right. I mean, I could think of. Yeah. Just I think that it's always better to err on the side of caution with these. And you do want to use these phrases, guys, because, again, you don't know when we're crossing cultures, we may not even know what is prying and what's not. So these phrases are really going to serve you guys. And that way you can back up. Like if you're kind of easing into the conversation, easing into the question. If you're ready to use this podcast to take your English to the next level and learn the vocabulary words that we use today, get the transcripts. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of saying like, I know this might be a little sensitive, but, yes. you know, yeah. so you're just acknowledging, okay, I'm, you know, you may not want to answer this, you know, it's if you acknowledge it, then it's not going to be as awkward. You got it, Michelle. Exactly. So let's not keep our listeners in suspense any longer. Okay. And let's let them know. Well, actually, first, I just wanted to touch on the other reasons we might want to pry, right? So if we wanted to show our support for someone without getting, if they're getting a divorce, right? Michelle, you said earlier that you can see on Facebook when someone gets a divorce or a breakup. Yeah. I mean, what if you want to show your support and you feel like you need to, but you do have to open that conversation, right? Yeah, I mean... That could, I mean, that of course depends on your relationship with the person. Like, if it's like a best friend, of course they're probably going to come running to tell you, right? Mm, that's um, true. But if yeah. it's if it's like somebody you haven't like talked to in that long, you might just say, "Oh, I'm sorry." You could just say, "I'm sorry to hear about your breakup," but yeah, you know, you're probably yeah. not going to cry. So maybe if you're somewhere in between, like the acquaintance slash unknown friend, not not very close friend, and the very close friend, and you feel like you're in that place where you could offer support, but you need to know about it, maybe that's where that falls, right? Right, right, right. Um, or what if you need information? For example, what if your colleague just went in and had a meeting with the boss, and the colleague may have learned something about the future of the company right. that's also related to their job? You want to know what happened in that meeting so that you know about your job. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah, it can be dangerous to pry because you never, you never know if it really, you know, if, if, if it does relate to your job or not. So it might get you some information that you actually don't want or is, is inaccurate. But the, mm -hmm. but for sure, I mean, not to say that it's never necessary or that you, but, um, it, just be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Okay. So, all right, let's let's stop leaving our listeners in mystery and okay. let's l give them the phrases here, Michelle. Let's here do we it. Go. So, here we go. So, in the business world, what could we say? Now, all of these will work in the business or the personal world. So, these aren't necessarily broken down, but we're just giving you business and personal examples related to the rest of the question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, the first one is, could I ask how you develop your protocols? 
Right. So it's like you're you're asking if you can ask. And it's also the question in itself, right? Yeah. So, you know, you might think, oh, maybe this makes me sound not as confident. But sometimes you need to, you know, sound a little bit softer. Yeah, that's right. And this is a good example when you're prying, right? Right. Exactly. (laughs) The next one is, would it be okay if I asked you? how you created your algorithm for your app. It doesn't matter what the question is, right? The point is, would it be okay if I asked you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I like that one. Yeah, what's the next one? The next one is, if it's not a problem for me to ask, I'm wondering about how your meeting went with the CEO. I like okay. that one a lot. If it's not like a those? problem for me to ask. Ooh, kind of kind of wordy, but, but yeah. very effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like those. Okay. So sometimes I notice when I'm in a situation that's a little nerve wracking, I'll like use a lot of words. I'll speak a lot <laughs> to kind of feel safer. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, all right, guys. So three more phrases coming your way. So in our personal life, here are some examples. Not to pry, but I was just wondering how much you paid for that car. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you are prying. Yeah. Not, to, not pry, to pry, but I'm prying. <laughs> you're just telling me that you're prying. <laughs> I know it's so funny. M- many situations when we state we're not doing something, that's exactly what we're doing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the next one is, can I ask how things are going with your son? I heard there have been some behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. Good. Can I ask? Again, um, okay, so the first one earlier we had, could I ask? And here we have, can I ask? So very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the last one is, I don't want to intrude. But I heard you and Jim are getting a divorce. How are you doing with everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I could definitely... Yeah, I feel like... I feel like sometimes I say, oh, you don't have to answer this, but... <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, that's a bonus that we could add yeah, on here. Yeah. Just thinking you of don't another one. Have to, I'm just writing this down for our listeners, and we'll put it in the blog post. You don't have to answer this, but... Right? I like that because it immediately releases the person and it takes the pressure off. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think on that second one? Not to not to disagree with you, but I'm curious Mm -hmm. what you think on that second one. Where I can I ask how things are going with your son? I heard there have been some behavioral issues. Do you think that Mm -hmm. that second sentence would? Yeah, it might be a little bit kind of uh, jumping to conclusions. So maybe if we just took that off and we just said, "Could I or can I ask how things are going with your son?" Yeah, right? maybe maybe something like that. Because I'm wondering if that would make them like kind of back off. Like, oh, who did you hear from? Make yeah, make them be yeah, right, right. So, so by saying I heard this, I heard that, you're kind of you're telling them that there's a rumor going around. Right, 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 right. So that's a good point. So we want to put the person at ease, especially if we're prying, by just kind of keeping it simple in the beginning and not assuming anything. I like that, Michelle. Good point. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Lindsay. All right. So quick. (laughs) You are the master of prying. (laughs) All right. So we've got a quick role play, Michelle. Today, we're two colleagues and one is getting a divorce and the Mm. other just got a probation warning from their boss. Oh, gosh. Lots of of juicy stuff going on. I know. Both of us are having a bad day today. So let's, let's go for it. Okay. Hey, Lindsay. How are you today? Oh, hey, Michelle. I'm tired today. I was up late last night arguing with my husband. Oh, oh, really? Not to pry, but is everything okay? Well, not really. Jim and I decided to get a divorce, and we're trying to figure out who should get custody of the kids. 
Oh, wow. I'm so sorry about that, Lindsay. I just want you to know that I'm here if you need to talk. Thanks, Michelle. Actually, you look a bit run down as well. (laughs) Yeah, well, I just had a meeting with the CEO. If it's not a problem for me to ask, how did it go? Uh, not great. The company has not been happy with how my department is performing, and they don't like my leadership style. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, I've been placed on a performance improvement plan starting today. (laughs) Jeez, we're both having a rough day. Want to go get a coffee and talk some more? Sure, sounds good. Okay, two bad days. (laughs) Whoa! Two people having a bad day. So this is a good example, right? Two colleagues, you know, you're not best friends. You're not necessarily going to run to the person if you're getting a divorce, but you are there and you could support each other because you're work friends. Right, right. And work friends can often be like a little family. Right. Especially for if you're having a problem at work and, you know, maybe that other friend could offer help and how to improve and that sort of thing. Right. Right, right. So this is a good situation of where it might be okay to pry or at least to try to use these sentences, guys, to open up the conversation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So what what did we use? We used uh, in the beginning, I said, uh, you mentioned arguing with her husband and I said not to pry, but is everything okay? Good. So it's it's casual, but it's also stepping back and you're saying not to pry. Like, I understand that this is prying is what you're saying. Right, right, right. Perfect. And then I said, if it's not a problem for me to ask, how did it go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. How did the meeting go? Because you had a meeting with the CEO, right? Right, right. Exactly. So yeah, we were both able to kind of connect on those levels. I like when you told me I look run down. Yeah, that was the bonus phrase here in this conversation, guys. You <laughs> Thanks actually- a lot. No, <laughs> Do you feel run down right now, Michelle? <laughs> no, actually, I'm okay. I got a good night's sleep. I'm feeling pretty good. Good, so- good. so when we say this phrase you look a bit run down i mean what do we mean here you look not good (laughs) you look tired you You look look tired tired. you look i mean some people would for sure be like offended uh, yeah Yeah. somebody might be offended but yeah maybe well we're just saying it with concern here right so I don't know. I think we've touched on this before. Yeah, like, yeah, this sounds familiar. I feel like we may have had a different perspective um, on this. Like when two people are kind of being a little bit vulnerable in a conversation with each other, you know, you might, uh, to me, it's a little bit more, it's not like saying, oh, you look terrible today. It's more like saying like, oh, you know, you look a little tired. Is everything okay? Right. It's mm-hmm. kind of more as a way to show that you care. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody gets like seriously offended, but I think I'd be like, oh, well, gee, thanks. <laughs> like, ha ha. But <laughs> okay. I don't think it would ruin the connection, personally. Yeah. Okay. And then at the end, I said, want to go get a coffee and talk yeah. some more. Talk some more. Yeah. Talk some more. Okay. That's another bonus phrase. Instead of yeah. saying talk more, guys, we can just say talk some more. Just to know another way to say it. Yeah. I like that. Okay, awesome. So guys, if you're interested in this topic, I mean, we've touched on this a lot lately. So go back to 596 and get the phrases of what you can say when someone else is being nosy and you don't want to answer. Then you can go to 616 and listen to our conversation there about saying no when someone pries. This has been good. It's been fun talking about how to deal with nosy people. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. So yeah, these are some really good phrases. And, you know, just basically saying, I'm prying, but... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Very important skill, guys, as you get better and better in English, as you start to move towards fluency, you need these nuanced skills. You can't just translate from your language and you can't just offer the plain phrases. You really do need to dress up your language in this way. 
to, to maintain and build the connection. So that's what we're doing to help you guys. Here we go. Agreed. All right. Thanks. All right. This is a really interesting topic. It is interesting, Michelle, and we will see you back here very soon. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Lindsay. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.